Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. We talked about it yesterday, the NBA's ruling uh, on Don, not Donald Sterling, on uh, Robert Sarver, the owner of the Phoenix Suns, came down yesterday afternoon, and the league gave him a one-year suspension, can't participate in any type of activities for the team or the league, and a $10 million fine uh, for, they, they, you know, there was numerous, um, accusations of racist and misogynistic behavior. Uh, most of it misogynistic or, and or just inappropriate for a workplace as well. Yep. And um, the league, the, the investigation, which was an independent investigation, said that everything that went on, they interviewed over 300 employees, 
past, present. That's a lot of people, um, man. Yeah, That's yeah. A lot. And they said that they did not believe his motives, Sarver, were racist or misogynistic in nature. Now, let me say this, Rod, because yesterday I thought I said I was okay with the what they did, but I had not had a chance to read through uh, any of the the report, which was thirty six pages. And you got you know, a it chance. broke yesterday afternoon while I was on the air for first things first. Hustled home, we hit the air, and we, you know I just read the NBA statement where they kind of right. summarized the bullet few points. Yeah, but it wasn't. I haven't even got through the whole thing yet. But I'm telling you, it's changed my mind, Rob. Going through it, it's just stuff that, like for instance, the N word reference, right? Where he said he said the N word five times in telling stories, or according to him, repeating other people. Well, four. It wasn't in the NBA's little summary, but four of those times came after he had been told, not that you necessarily need to be told, but to me it makes a difference. He had been told by black and white Dude, employees, don't do that. like, hey, it's not, even if you are just recounting, relaying what you heard, it's not appropriate for you to say that. And he kept doing it, you know. Um, so that makes it worse to me. That shows just defiant, I'm going to say this because I can, even I'm though the it's owner. racist I own this and piece. bothers everybody. Right, right I own right. this piece. I'll do what I want. Yep. And then, Rob, I mean, there's other stuff, but also sent, he sent nude, a photo of a nude woman and of two people engaging in sex to some of his employees, high-ranking male employees. You're sending pornography to your owner, sending, your boss is sending pornography to people. Chris, I mean, stop. come on. And then reference like at a meeting, at a staff meeting. Listen to this. At a staff meeting, he told the story of how he learned about oral sex as a child. Come, come on, man. Like, this is ridiculous. Terrible. And so I actually do think that the calls for him to lose his ownership are warranted after reading this. Now, there's a lot of, we'll get into why they weren't or didn't do it maybe. Um, but we'll get into that next. But th- what what sparked us to talk about this today, Rob? And and let me say this too. I talked to I was talking to some people around the league, GMs and executives, mm-hmm. and they were like, even if they couldn't, because they feel like they they didn't take his ownership. The other owners didn't vote on because there was no smoking gun, no audio tape, no videotape, anything like that. And we've talked a lot about how we, we, that we makes it that, worse. It, yeah, it, it I mean, does. you know, in the when public's people, eye. When people see it or hear it for themselves, Chris, there's no gray area. Right. If you remember the Ray Rice, I remember guys saying, well, I don't know what she did in the I don't know what happened, you know, like right. when he right. dragged her out. But once you saw him slug her, Chris, it, it was, was no. no right. It, it, and, and, and with Donald Sterling, we had the, tape. the audio tape. If you had audio tape of Sarver saying this, you know, repeating the N-word. Right. Even if he was just telling the story, I, I bet the public backlash would be different. It would be more out, out, you know, uh, over. at the very least, you could have made, they couldn't go beyond $10 million, but you could have made the suspension three or four years. And which then he may want to sell anyway. Right, which would have made it hard to come back after right. that. Right. And, and, and so, yeah. Here's my thing. Adam Silver, you know, has fake well, you muscles. you want to hear his quote first? 
Because yeah, it kind of, it, it'll yeah, be good for you to go into. You come out of that. He was asked today at a press conference why, uh, you know, a, a normal employee might be fired or would be fired for all these things <laughs> that Sarver done as the owner. And here's why Adam Silver said uh, the team wasn't taken, even though a regular employee would be fired. There are particular rights here of someone who owns an NBA team as, to some, as opposed to somebody who is an employee. The equivalent of a $10 million fine and a one-year suspension, I don't know how to measure that against a job. I don't have the right to take away his team. I don't want to rest on that neat legal point because, of course, there could be a process to take away someone's team in this league. It's very involved. And I ultimately made the decision that it didn't rise to that level. All right, Rob. Go ahead. Uh, we, we got a tweet. Rob G, jump in. LeBron just tweeted something, Chris, before I say this. Let's, Rob G, you got it? I do. LeBron James, seconds ago, yes. read through the Sarver stories a few times now. I got to be honest, our league definitely got this wrong. I don't need to explain wow. why. There Y'all is, read Chris. the stories and decide for yourself. I said it before. I'm going to say it again. There is no place in this league for that kind of behavior. There you go. I love this league and I deeply respect our leadership, but this isn't right. There is no place for misogyny, sexism, and racism in any workplace. Don't matter if you own the team or play for the team. We hold our league up as an example of our values, and this ain't it. Can I say this? Yep. I agree well with you. said, LeBron James. I Come on, Chris. LeBron. Give I it up. LeBron. No right? Doubt. You, no you always doubt. say I'm anti-LeBron. Give it up. Well, you are, but still. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but he, he deserves no. this. Is, he nailed this, it, Chris. The, he's the most, he's the face of the league. Because we were going to go, Rob, that the players are really the only ones that can turn this thing now. And that's what I was going to say when I said Adam Silver has fake muscles. Because he works for the owners. We understand that, Chris, don't we? They pay his salary. He works yep. for the owners. But the reason they moved on Donald Sterling was not just because they had the audio tape. That hurt Donald Sterling for sure, Chris. There's no doubt about it. But when the players called Adam Silver and said they, weren't, they were going to stop the playoffs and they weren't going to play if Donald Sterling was allowed to continue as owner, that's when he went to the other owners, Chris, and said, we're going to have a problem. We're going to lose millions of dollars. The players are not going to play if this guy is still one of the owners. And what did the owners do? They quickly threw Donald Sterling on the yep. other over, overboard. And, Chris, we talked about it yesterday. Because, remember, all Adam Silver could do was give him a lifetime ban the owners, it was still up to them to vote. To basically, push him to sell the team. Exactly, and and that's what I was saying. Is it's about the players. Yep. If the players don't make a stink about him sticking around, then Sarver gets to stick gets to come back. If they say no, he can't be an owner. We're not playing for for him or, or playing games. I refuse. I'm not going to Phoenix. If this guy's going to be an owner. Dude, it takes two seconds. Oh, he'll Chris. be gone. He'll, he's gone. No question. I, LeBron about it. says, I'll play every game of the year. I'm not going to Phoenix. And when, yep. the, when the Suns come here, I'm not playing. Those and two they, games. And, I, and they also could just be like, we're not playing until he's not on in the team. Exactly. Period. That would, like, we're not playing you're any right, game. You're right. Any game. And Chris, how long would that take? It'd take two oh, minutes. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. So bravo to LeBron. It definitely get props for that. Um, this is one of his stronger statements to me. No Rob. doubt. Because some of the stuff, you know, 
I mean, he's always, you know, the Trayvon Martin stuff was good when he wore, you know, the hoodies and everything. But I, I think this was, uh, this is strong. This is strong coming from big LeBron. time. So if you listen very, to the to the job. to the tweet, uh, I think he's. I think he had a home run. Yep. I, I, I think he had a home run. He covered all the bases. It's not acceptable, Chris. Not from an employee or an owner. Not this league sets an example of uh, of of uh, caring for all, uh, standing up for all, and not having this kind of stuff go on. Not not. It's not good enough. And uh, we'll see how the players respond now that this is out. The cat's out the bag now. Yeah. Well, he LeBron could organize. I'm sure they can organize enough players to come. And maybe some will just come out and support him anyway, right? which Not I, at this I imagine out. will happen. Right. Not at but this um, they certainly can organize behind the scenes as well. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray, depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get in on the playoff action and win up to 100 times your money on prize picks as you and the world's best players take the game to a new level during basketball's postseason. Right now, you can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks. That's right. You can now turn $10 into $1,000 on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. Prize Picks has something for every sports fan from basketball and hockey to League of Legends and everything in between. With quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types, it's easy to see why Prize Picks is the number one fantasy sports app. Just last week, I was strolling through the Prize Pick app during a commercial break, checking out the primetime basketball schedule for the night. I had been on a hot streak that week, so I figured, let me throw down 10 on a few guys and see what happens. And you know what? I turned $10 into over $200. Download the app today and use the code ODD for your first deposit match of up to $100. To get a first deposit match of up to $100, download the app today and use the code ODD. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I talked to some people around the league today. They they weren't certain, but they felt like these are executives for teams. Right. They just felt like because there was no now they've told me, look, the the people in the NBA know Sarver is a a problem. Right. Like he's not viewed as a good owner. He's probably the cheapest owner. Um, you know, just just crude and crass, obviously, as you see from the report. But just, you know, he's not, like, well-liked among most owners. I'm not going to say he doesn't have any allies. I'm sure he does. But, you know, the the league even knows he's not been a really good owner. Um, And their feeling, at least of these executives, is that because there was no smoking gun, no video video and audio tape, right, the other owners felt like, you know what, I don't want to go, I I don't want to have something, you know, me – get in trouble because 
and there's no smoking gun on me. Now, again, this is speculation from executives. But, yeah, they want the bar to be high for you to lose a team. Um, But we said, Rob, okay, that's fine. We understand that. But the players, Rob, if the players, whether Suns players or other players in the league, are like, look, we're not playing a game if this dude's still an owner of the team. Because, Chris, we already saw this. We saw the power play by players against Donald Sterling. He had been an owner, Chris, I don't know, 35, 40 years? I mean, he was an owner from the 70s. Yep, yep. Yeah, and and he had his other off the you know away from basketball issues, discrimination lawsuits. He wouldn't rent his apartments to black or Hispanic people. Right. I mean, it was well documented. It was the biggest settlement, I believe, from the Department of yes. Justice at that time. At that time, big time. It yep. was like yes. So the NBA knew about it. Nobody got their panties You're in right. a bunch. Nothing happened to him. Yeah, because he used to be so rich, Chris. He used to lend other owners money when the NBA wasn't that rich, and he used to brag. An owner told me this that you know, because they weren't putting any money into the franchise, right? Facilities were bad, not spending a lot of money on players, wouldn't make the playoffs. But he would brag, yeah, but I made certain amount of money this year, right? I, I made, made this money. many millions. Yeah, you didn't. You got to the playoffs, got bounced early, (laughs) and didn't make a dime. I made $20 million or whatever it was. So, yeah, um, but it's the players, Rob. Um, What do you think? I want to ask you this. Do you think LeBron's message, very public and very out there, he didn't didn't, uh, uh, straddle the fence, Chris. He said Ali got it wrong. There's no no trying to read into what LeBron's saying. To me, that's uh, spot on and that's strong. Our league got it wrong. That's Rob what he G, said. Can you read his quote for us again? His tweet. It is a lengthy Stay one, a but yes, I will go ahead and knock it out for you guys. LeBron. Can you put James. down the headphones of uh, listening to uh, uh, Jim? Uh, what's his name? I forgot. No, that. yeah, that's, that joke fell Thank real you. flat, Rob. Yeah, okay. Anyway, your material is so bad. Be so much better. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I will tell you what. I was not listening to the Inside the Parker podcast. I'll tell you okay. that right now. I never uh, miss it. But here's what, here's what LeBron tweeted. Again, basically right as our show was kicking off. Read through the Sarver stories a few times now. I got to be honest. Our league definitely got this wrong. I don't need to explain why. Y'all read the stories and decide for yourself. I said it before. I'm going to say it again. There is no place in this league for that kind of behavior. I love this league and I deeply respect our leadership. But this is not right. There is no place for misogyny, sexism, and racism in any workplace. Don't matter if you own the team or play for the team. We hold our league up as an example of our values, and this ain't it. I think I, that's Rob, spot to on, your question, It's definitely spot on. And to answer your question, I think this is going to end Sarver. I, I don't know when, um, but... This is the face of the franchise. This is you mean the face of the league. I'm sorry. Yeah, I keep saying friend. face of the league. Best player of this generation. Some argue the best player of all time. He is uh the league respects his speaking out, right? Like that the league likes the fact that LeBron is outspoken and addresses issues. And now here he is addressing you. And I, I, Rob, whether it is that other players follow suit with LeBron and start putting out their own statements, 
or LeBron behind the scenes starts gathering players to either make a collective statement or do some type of gesture, or maybe I don't know that they would say we're not playing or anything, but I just think that now that player, if the players get involved, he's not going to survive this. How about Devin Booker and Chris Paul? Those two. Well, I'm going to say that one thing I thought about before I had read the actual report and I just saw the NBA summary, I was thinking, Rob, I was like, you know, if Monty Williams, the head coach who's African-American, or James Jones, the GM, African-American, or one of the stars, Devin or Chris Paul, both African-American, of course, they, I'm sure they were interviewed, right? They interviewed 320 people. If one of them had said to whoever did the interviews and it was right. recorded properly, look, he's racist. And it goes beyond that. He mistreats women. Right. It's a terrible environment to be in. I try to stay away from him. You know, I love the team, but I I, I just don't. Look, it's a terrible environment. He Like, if one of them had said something like that, I got to believe. Now, I might be wrong. Maybe I'm naive. I got to believe that report would be different. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you're a, right. A, a, a top guy like one of those guys? Yeah, and let me say this, too. And, and we had that... Uh, Steph Curry said in a magazine article recently, Chris, that his biggest regret is that he didn't boycott the Donald Sterling playoff game. You remember that? Like there was mm-hmm. the they, the Warriors had asked, if I remember correctly, the Clippers if they didn't want to play, right? That they would understand and they would go along with it. And the Clippers, which I thought Doc the Rivers was were the, the ones. were, the, were mm-hmm. the weakest, Chris, of all right. the stuff they turned there. Uh, warm-up jerseys, jerseys right. inside out and then took them off and threw them on the ground. I, 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 that, what was that? I did I, think they should have boycotted, Rob. Right? And Steph I did thought think so too. they should have boycotted. So you start hearing game. like Steph saying he regrets that. Now in this situation, you know what I mean? Does Steph say, hey, man, we got to get rid of these guys who are Steph's not been good people. Too. Yeah. Steph, not, not as much as LeBron, but he's actually, he's been pretty outspoken. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it would it, – I don't know, Rob. That's a great question. Um, I would imagine he's going to release a statement or something. I would think, right? And But like I said, I, do you think this will be enough? I mean, assuming a Steph and a few other players – I'm Chris Paul. He's one of the leaders in the league. I, I mean, maybe he comes I'm out. sure he's I, contemplating I thought, Rob, I what, what to say. When, first, when the story first came out, you know, from ESPN – this was, you know, what, a year or so a ago? A year ago, right. I thought that the players might boycott then or at least, you know, make some noise about it, and they really didn't. And, Chris, I, I want to say this. We both worked at ESPN for a long time, and I, I have issues with a lot of companies, not just ESPN and Fox and CBS Sports and NBC. You know, like, I, I get it. Oftentimes, we're in bed with the team networks and whatnot and the, the leagues or whatever. But I'll give ESPN credit to dig and do this story and put it out there. This is one of their partners. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, this is a real story. This is what journalism is. And sometimes that gets glossed over. And well, sometimes, let, you know, me, so I'm, I'm going to take my hat off to right. them. They broke this story. They put it out there. And they knew it would cause harm to one of their partners. 
and they still did what was right. Well, Rob, if you look at these types of stories, this one, uh, look at the PEDs in baseball, Mark McGuire. Uh, these things are broken by journalists. Right. The leagues don't break this stuff. I'm sure no, they, they know they have inklings, right? They don't want I'm the, just going to soft chew it because I think it's more, more than that. But let's just say they know they have inklings, right? They don't put it out there. No. The league baseball was enjoying. I covered it for the you New York Times. You covered it, Chris. They were ESPN. enjoying the home run derby that McGuire Don't you remember, and don't you remember the cut-ins from ESPN? Oh, Every yeah. at-bat was there on TV. <laughs> Every at-bat. And it was great. I mean, you know, like for when you thought it was above board, it was great. And the league was riding that because it brought him back from the strike. But it took journalists to break that stuff. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. 
Listen to Woke App Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby Award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. That means that... Means Super Bowl that- champion... Or that shirt that he has on just ripped and the buttons popped off. <laughs> That's very true, Rob. He's driving these wardrobe people at Fox Sports crazy because he keeps changing his body. He looks like he looks like you might have thought he was a nose tackle. Wow. Uh, if you just saw him rather than wow. a wide receiver. We welcome in Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst Greg, Greg Jennings. What's Jennings. up, man? What's that? No nose tackle talk, man. No, that, hey, that's not linebacker. Like, no, How about no. linebacker? Edge well, rusher. linebacker. Nose tackle, we're <laughs> getting a little too sloppy now, Chris. <laughs> hey, nah, hey, man. Hey. Good to have you on. Go ahead, Rob. Greg, let's start here with, with uh, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Uh, they said he might be back a little sooner than they originally thought, busted thumb on his throwing hand. But before the injury, uh, Greg, I, I just – I've seen enough with Dak. I, I just – I'm not I, – I don't, I don't know where he is. I don't think he's an elite quarterback on his way to being elite. They were terrible in the postseason game against the 49ers, terrible in this game. Uh, it looks like he has to have everything working in order for him to be effective. Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. I mean, you pay a guy that amount of money, and I know everybody's talking about how much you pay on these quarterbacks, but you pay them because you believe that they are what will allow you to have the success that you're hopeful of. And so when you watch Dak Prescott in, in, in the Dallas Cowboys, offensively, you automatically think, okay, if we take away this, we still have Dak. 
if we take away that, we still have yeah. Dak. And he's not overcoming and in, in being louder than what we are what what we don't see. You know what I mean? Like he's not overcoming those multitude of sins, if you will. And and that's where you get take your opinion and your thought and your synopsis, Rob, of I'm you're over it. And I think a lot of us have seen this with Dak where he's always needed so much help. Right. And and when he when he has it, he's phenomenal. But when he when he doesn't or when he's called to be greater than what the the odds are it, we just don't see it on a consistent basis. So, I mean, I, I'm kind of with everybody. All of what I've heard, I, I think the Dallas Cowboys season is over unless they wow. just completely start to <laughs> stifle people defensively, and I just don't see that happening. Greg, uh, let's get to the call heard around the world, and that, yes. of course, is Nathaniel Hackett. Rob calls him Nathaniel can't hack it. But um, <laughs> does should Russell Wilson have – just kind of usurped Hackett's authority and been like, you know, called a timeout, went to the sideline, talked about it and said, look, we need to, let's go for this on fourth and five. I kind of felt like he was like, look, my first game in Denver, this coach's first game ever. I don't really want to override him like this right away. But I, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I was listening to Richard Sherman. And, and, you know, Richard Sherman sometimes says some things that I'm like, what? But the point he made about there are certain quarterbacks that just have that access and that ability and that's okay to just be a coach on the field. And and he's right. Russell Wilson is not that guy. He's going to defer to authority, which is coach. And he's going to look and make sure that we're on the same page. And if, yeah, if, if the clock, if play clock is running down, I'll call a timeout. Or if it's something, you know, mid-game. But when it's decision-making time, he's going to defer. Um, and I think that is where you start to see the separation of of who is really the guy versus who is a guy. And Russell mm. Wilson is a guy. I can't, I can't sit here. And he made a phenomenal point. And I will echo it. If it is Tom Brady or if it is Aaron Rodgers. No. Oh, uh, I got to stop you there. Hold on. Go ahead. Because Aaron right. Rodgers, You're right. remember? You're right. You're right. That's You're why right. I was kind of right. giving me, Russell let me, back. Let me, right. let me, hold on. Let me put my beeper on. Beep, beep. Let me back that up. <laughs> let me back that up. Or Peyton Manning. <laughs> Those guys are just going to call that timeout and deal with what, what the backlash from coach or whomever is going to be later. Because they they feel so much assurance in in what they have and what they know about the game and the situations that no this is not what we need to do. So for me, uh, it's it's a culmination of just developing that relationship and then having that ability to be that guy. Why didn't Aaron? Well, you know, we're talking about the twenty twenty playoff season, the twenty twenty one, and he didn't, you know override Matt LaFleur when they kicked the field goal from the eight-yard line, fourth down, with uh, two minutes left in the playoff game. Is he just not – is that not him either? Or you so think – was there – like, why do you think he didn't override that? So, it's not even – it's not about him overriding it. Uh, for me, with Aaron, he – I know Aaron. He did not want to kick that field goal. He wanted to go for it. But if he makes a stink – 
it's going to be the narrative is going to be he can't he can't do that his body language and all the antics he can't he can't do all of that and upstage his coach right. and all of that he, had, he that would be the narrative and so what we then see is him falling back and deferring saying you know what hey you're the babe you're the you're the you're the young genius <laughs> you know right right, so right. I, i'm 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 going to defer. I'm going to I'm going to play my role as quarterback and hey, I did what I was told to do. I did not agree with it. I mean, everybody can look at it, facial expressions and know that right. a lot of these quarterbacks don't agree with the calls that that are coming in the headset. Are are, are the Giants uh Saquon Barkley, who was that running back uh running for <laughs> 150 yards cuz I know I haven't seen him for a couple of years. Who was that? Greg, is that I unbelievable? Loved it. I, you know what? I loved it, man. I think I think when you have injuries of, of the magnitude that Saquon has had, and and he runs with his running style, like it is, it, it can take a while for you to even get your own confidence back, and you become kind of your own worst enemy because you you listen to the clippings, you listen to the chatter, and you you're not performing, and so you start almost believing it. And so this is something that not only did the Giants need, Saquon Barkley needed to know that he could still do this. Like, everyone, everyone knows, like, when they have value and they have skill set. Like, I know I, I've done it, but when you haven't done it in a while, you start to question, you start to doubt. Guys miss time, and they start to look at catches and runs being made by all these fantastic athletes, and they're like, man, I – can I still do that? And for for Saquon Barkley and his psyche, he needed that more than even the Giants did. We um we we talked a little bit about the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, but that was in the past. We saw what happened Saturday or Sunday. Uh, didn't look good. They lost to the Vikings, which you and I actually thought would happen. Are you should is it panic time for Green Bay fans, or do you think they'll be fine? They got blown out last year in the opener. Obviously, had a great season. You think they'll just turn this thing around and still win 11, 12 games? Well, I would say this. It's different than last year. It's, this is not last year's team. Um, you don't have last year's performers, especially when we're talking about offense. Um, however, it is not panic time. You still do have Aaron Rodgers. And, and granted, the young kid, Christian, if he makes the catch, oh. who knows? The game, the, the game may look different. But Greg, for Greg me, let, me, let me ask you this real quick, and I don't want to interrupt you. Real quick. That pass, you got to catch that. You're starting your end up. How big of a blow is that not to make that catch? I'm going to tell you, it, it, it's, a, it's a blow. I, I will explain it. It is a blow. But it's an even bigger blow when you're not given another chance to rebound from it. Yeah. That's and he the wasn't blow. targeted the rest of the game. That was the bigger blow for me. And it, he, he and Dobbs, like, you you gotta and again I thought with with Aaron's response as far as his verbal his facial all of that I thought he did great by not like getting very dramatic with it you know okay he dropped it no worry but the fact that he never went back to him it spoke even louder than that and I I, I just wish he would have gone back to him and given him another chance because you got to nip that you gotta you gotta tell the young the young kid like look it happens. It's happened to a lot. It, it, it won't be the last time you drop a pass. It will not be the last time Christian Watson drops a pass in the Green Bay Packer uniform. It will not if he continues to play and be healthy. That is, that's a part of the game. However, 
you can't put him on the shelf while he's in the game right. and just not even give him another. That was the bigger blow. Now, what I hear you, but what about tough love? Because the bottom line is now Christian Watson, he just got to suck it up, right? You know he's thinking about it, I, and he would have. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, sure he's thinking, do, had nightmares do you about think it. he can respond even to the – because obviously yes. Aaron's giving him Look, tough love. And he, you know, which – that would have been better in the game, but what about now? Do you think Aaron's approach could, could be beneficial? The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 